0: Hello and welcome to the, uh, I believe the 15th episode of the IMO podcast. Hello everyone. Hello everyone. Hello everyone. Make sure you hear it three times because I don't know. Three times is the charm, isn't it? Isn't that what the, the folks say? Um, how you guys been? Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys, uh, you know, not experiencing another, <laughs> that's symbolic, another pandemic. Um, let's hope I don't have uh, the uh, main concern of the pandemic, which is getting the fucking virus. Although that sneeze, I am worried, but my odds are that it is just uh, hay fever or uh, being allergic to uh, dust mites or something. Um, Hope you guys have one, had one for a week. Uh, we're recording this on the 29th of the night, 2020, and it will be published on the 30th of September, 2020. So, yeah, on a Wednesday, as usual, just for you guys, organise... Perfectly predictable timing, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, yeah, let's go on with this. Fucking you know, hell, what did I do? Um, today I uh, woke up at uh, 9 45, uh, stayed on my phone for fucking three hours, then meditated. Yeah, yeah it's fucking funny, these phones, man. It's really fucking funny because you spend like hundreds of pounds on them. Hundreds of money, currency, I don't know, Canadian dollars, uh, what, rupees? You, you spent hundreds of thousands of currency, depending on what country. You know, listen, from dollars, it's, it's and you know, and you buy it, and now you got to figure out a way or how to use it less. <laughs> isn't that a fucking wonder of life, isn't that? Isn't that just stupid, a stupid thing about phones? Or like, um, you know... You spend uh, like five hundred pounds on a pair of shoes. uh, On the second wear, you gotta fucking clean them, mate. If I spend like five hundred pounds, like which is half, which is like seven hundred fifty dollars for the American listeners listening, around seven hundred fifty or six, seven hundred to six hundred fifty, somewhere around that price. Six hundred for like a Balenciaga uh, uh, triple S's or a Balenciaga speed trainer, you spend like five hundred, actually five hundred eighty six. You spend that much and. Like they get dirty over the second wear, and mate, listen. uh, Now you have to clean them. Listen, if I spend like half a thousand on any fucking shoe, uh, and above, no, it's not like above that, it's acceptable. If I spend that much on a fucking shoe, I expect it to clean itself, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell, everything's a burden, everything you buy is a burden, so best cheapen out on stuff like I, I, that's what i find i find everything i get to be a burden you know like a jumper that you wear and then it gets frizzled out and now you got shear it with those fucking things you buy from amazon like a fucking razor shear, whatever the fuck it is or the, the shoes thing or the phone like isn't that fun? you spent hundreds on a phone and now you gotta figure out a way to use it less <laughs> what kind of world are we living in this is this is problematic, guys. It's a, it's a worthy observation. And then and then you like uh, your shoes, your, your a jumper. jumper could be cheap, but it's still going to be a burden. The phone. well else? A mug. Your favorite mug. Your favorite mug. you got to just clean it after, like, one drink. It, it's a burden. Everything's a fucking burden. Everything tends to burden the human being. But I guess it brings you temporary joy. But then again, it becomes a burden. So it's joy plus burden equals uh, a thing. That you appreciate. Then you think to yourself, you know. Well, then you, like, think to yourself. um. What are the three most important things I own? Well, to me, they are my uh, brain, my heart, my cock. And then those three are also fucking burdens as well. <laughs> like, your brain, you gotta, like, fucking deal with the... The, uh, 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 if you're any type of respectable human being, you, you gotta deal with the, uh, constant, oh, should I kill myself right now feeling. <laughs> um, or like sad moments or depressing moments. Or you gotta make sure you sleep well because then you gotta fucking get a migraine. Make sure you don't drink as much because then you'll get a fucking hang like It's a fucking burden. Your brain's a burden. And then your heart is like, there's a reason why chain smoking is bad, guys. It's because it's fucking bad for your heart. Or there's a reason why too much McDonald's is bad for you guys because it's, it's not, it's bad for the heart. You gotta maintain the heart. You gotta exercise. Fuck, you know, you gotta exercise. And then you cock, obviously, because you gotta fucking jack off every now and then. It's a great, it's, well, it's probably the only, Actually, yeah, there's only two tools for reproduction in the human system. That's the cock and the vagina. And they're great. They make people. It's it's, it's fucking brilliant. They help make people. Although 9% of the job goes to fucking women. But uh, then again, I I debate that as well. Uh, I will get into that 9%. But as well, you got to fucking whack it off every now and then. And every time you whack it off, your brain is like, oh, fucking kill yourself after doing that. It's not... Whacking off is not a pleasurable thing for me. It's more like oh i fucking do this. No wonder I've been stressed all day, I've got to fucking do this. Yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a daily fix of cocaine for a coke addict. It's like, oh I've got to do this. No wonder I've been so stressed and anxious. <laughs> you know cocaine is a is a anxiety increaser. If that's a increase, increaser, increaser. That's a fucking one. Yeah, women, women do nine percent of the job. But like considering the Actually, I have no defense for If this was in the 1970s under a, uh, a pre-pill, let's talk pre-pill, considering all that, and then you like, you got the kids and all that shit. I don't know. Maybe. I've always debated it. I've always debated it. Well, how come it's so unfair for women when it comes to pregnancy? And plus, I add that to the periods. They've always been out of luck. Um, it's not an inferiority. I'm not saying it is, but it's just... Uh, May sound like it. Actually, it's 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 like I mean the way women say it, it makes it seem like they fucking hate the fact that they get periods. So I'm guessing it's just something that they hate about themselves. So, but um, they, no, some women said, "No, I appreciate my periods. You know, they're part of my willing body." Well, good for you, you woke bitch. Most women, I believe, just would rather live without fucking periods. <laughs> no, it's part of the human process. Why are you trying to denigrate us? Denigrate, <laughs> fuck you, bro. Not talking about praise. I mean, yeah, yeah obviously, obviously, it's uh, it's a feature for women, but it's, a, it's an unfortunate feature. I mean, if it, the joke is if dick if blood came out of men's dicks, they would be fucking they would be traumatized. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, you, you can't deny the biology of it. Um, uh so yeah, you always feel like why why did women get the 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 worst of the genetic makeup? And like uh it's like and then the man is meant to be the, the, the hunter-gatherer, the one who gets the food and all of that shit. I guess I guess there's a needed balance. The mother has the caring element and the father has the I'm gonna fucking hustle right now. I'm gonna fucking kick out some tigers from my fucking camp. You stay here with the baby. And then I'm going to fucking kill those tigers and hunt them. <clears throat> I, guess, I guess it's that sort of thing. I guess that's the genetic uh, sort of... Uh, um, how do I think it's the, the genetic uh, the, um, thing behind... It. I guess that's the genetic makeup... Genetic reasoning behind all that stuff. I think when I have kids and when I get married and understand how... Stressful marriages. I think I'll be like, oh, now I understand. <laughs> but it's not like the woman is is not stressed out as well. Like fucking hell, it's like, oh, I'm stuck with this guy for the rest of my life, and I'm stuck with this woman for the rest of my life. It's a it's a like kind. Think of your family. Yeah, you love them, but like sometimes you're in phases where you're like, uh you know, if she disappears from my life, if that person, not she, I'm thinking about my older sister, if if that person get disappears from my from my life. I wouldn't care. Like some you know for a fact that every human being goes through these fucking phases, and to deny them, I think is is is, is, is futile, and it's, it's it's a betrayal to your human psychology, and and uh, for, for someone who's not part of your genetic makeup to be like, oh fuck, we're married now, you know, it, it's it's uh, it's one hell of a ride. It's one hell of a thought process. Oh, I'm stuck with you. Oh, you know. Um. So yeah, where were, where were we talking about? Yeah, stuff burden. Stuffs are burdens. As yeah, my fucking politics teacher likes to say, burdens, you know. Oh mate, no, he doesn't speak like that. He's like, mate, it ain't like that. It's he's a proper Londoner. He's a proper Arsenal fan. Great teacher though. Um, so, uh, well, my politics sixth form teacher. Speaking of education, uh, sorry for that fucking startle. Speaking, yeah, it didn't pick that much. Um. I've just taken a peek, me. Uh, speaking of education, uh, uni has started. I hope university has started for all of you who are uni students. <laughs> um, it has started. I've got a lot of reading to do. I haven't done any reading. You know, when you come off a five month <laughs> holiday that's riddled with a game addiction, depression, uh, uh, addiction to any form of escapism, you know, you, you, it's hard for someone to to uh, just re-engage himself into like hustle mode and uh, re reincarnate that uh, educational diligence so suppose, look to it, it's like me for using big words, I'm so proud of myself, actually no I'm not, fucking I hate using big words, but it's, it's just the way my brain works, I fucking hate the negative, <sighs> who cares, um... And it's like, no, these big words show your intelligence, make you look more attractive. Fuck no. Since when does intelligence make you look more attractive, man? Fuck off. Yeah, we see, obviously, for, for, I don't know. Intelligence doesn't make anyone look attractive. intelligently let's, let's talk about this. Like, yeah, if it's, like, human to human, then, yeah, if you have some level of intelligence, then it's attractive. But, like, obviously, no one wants to marry a fucking dumb oaf you know if that's the worst otherwise I think I think when, when people say oh intelligence is attractive uh, I think it's either oh someone equal to me <laughs> in terms of intellect is attractive someone smarter than me I fucking hate their guts <laughs> I think that's what it is but then again I am a male so maybe it's like oh if a woman is smart but then again I don't know I've, I've met a lot of, of, of people and I've been attracted to people of all types of uh, e- emotional... I think uh, intelligence isn't something that can be... Well, uh, I think I just know, and I know a lot of people know, it's not something that can be characterized into sort of multiple uh, multiple strands. Like, it's not just... Oh, intelligence. What's your intelligence? Oh, IQ 46. Lol. Just speaking of which, there's a guy who has an IQ of 48 who is banned from having sex. Because he doesn't know how to practice sex safely by uh, a court justice. Yeah, that's an actual thing. Yeah. So if you have an IQ of 48, tough luck, motherfucker, you better start jacking off and figure out how to jack off. (laughs) (laughs) You don't use someone else's hand, you use your own hand. (laughs) Um,. To the person with an IQ of 48. To the person with an IQ of 48, just to remind you, the way you went into this podcast was through uh, either Apple Music, plus Spotify, or you went on my Instagram page and, 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 and uh, you know, went on the link. Or any sort of podcasting platform. It, what is a podcast? It's this sort of medium. A lot of bullshit talking. Uh, sometimes it's serious. Sometimes it's not. I highly recommend The Daily's podcast, which, is you know, gives you onto the news. To the person with an IQ of 48. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, you you're discriminating against dumb people. Yeah, yeah, I am, but I don't think um, anyone with an IQ of 48 is listening. I think we're all, like the average is 100, so IQ of 48 is as rare as a person with an IQ of 180. You know, it's it's just but they're both rarities among different uh, sort of uh, spectrums um it's the average that ruins everything and i think I'm, I'm somewhat average yeah i'm pretty average i guess i don't know i've never done an IQ test but i'll probably like be 110 that's like 10 points above average or like 100 maybe even 100 i don't i don't fucking care i'm doing this and people are listening to it what's up people from italy u.s uh uh you know, US, uh, Oregon, Virginia, Michigan, what's up, what's up, what's up? And Tony Umbria from Italy. Uh I don't know if we still have the France person, but yeah. And obviously people from London. How are you doing? Um he's like, oh, he isn't even enthusiastic about the people, he's from his own country, fucking sellout, well yeah I mean, look, look man, I'm a, I'm a I have a, in a sense a fucking sellout, cause most of the comedians like, we i grew been, in have been American, I've never grown up with uh, the with, uh, with the UK comics that much, it was always American, like the first comedian I admired was Louis C.K. Um, that shit so, and he's American and The first movie director I admired was Chris Fanon, yes, he's British, but his success came from, you know, America. in America he had much more chances. So, I guess if I am a seller, I am a seller, I don't give a shit. If I ever become out, I don't know, if I'll be lucky enough to be an opening act for someone, and be a headliner. Um what's it called uh yeah back to i think yeah obviously there's multiple there's like emotional intelligence mechanical intelligence i think it's just different realms of existence if everybody wears different hats and everybody has their own attribute you know you say bolt might not be the best uh, guy at maths but he sure as hell knows a lot about body chemistry and body physics and endurance which is a uh, a a completely different type of intelligence. I think it's just hats and where the hat goes. The hat, it's like a it's like a Harry Potter swaying hat, but the houses are infinite. You know that's what life is in terms of intelligence. So I think I think it's just maybe it's just oh his intelligence is not compatible to mine. Maybe it's that, and that's why all intelligence is attractive, but maybe it's like. Because I, I don't know, I know you know the whole Goodwill Hunting scene about that fucking uh, Sven uh, Sven uh, Skarsgård, the fucking uh, mathematics professor, not the who helped out, who discovered Matt Damon's character. He was he was a fucking playboy, I guess. I guess, but then again, that's not intelligence. That's a position of power, and power is is seductive in a sense, uh, not just to uh, men, uh, not just to women, uh, but, uh, you know, to men as well, a lot of men, including me, find out women who are powerful women, who are uh, very attractive, you know, one of the greatest examples is the great, uh, the late great John Lennon, you know, Yoko Ono was a very powerful woman, you know, he, he strong and powerful and he knew herself very well, um, so yeah, it's not just uh, to women find power is is attractive in all, within all genders and sexes and you know so I don't think the reason why uh, someone would be attracted to a university professor is solely based on intelligence. Yes, intelligence is a factor, but also it's the fact that he has a job. It's the fact that um he holds a position of power. It's the fact that he could possibly boost your grade up. You know, I think think that's what it is. It's it's got nothing to do with intelligence. So I think the the idea of someone being attracted by someone's intelligence is based on the chemistry and the way the minds collide. Uh, But that's just 20-year-old me talking. I don't know. I've never been in a sort of long relationship. I've I've had experiences where I'm attracted to someone. And it it, it might be because I'm blinded by how attracted I am to them, or it might be because uh, our... Our spheres our our sorting hats what well, what our sorting hats chose in terms of targets do match a bit like star signs like a Sagittarius matches with a Sagittarius or an Aries you know hmm. yeah, I guess I guess that's what it is it's it's, it's uh, you know but obviously you shouldn't take you should take star signs with a grain of salt they're not literal to any extent um yeah. Comedy has been fucking shut down. No stand-up. I was getting ready to practice some bits, practice some funny things. Um, But nothing. they closed because they banned the grouping of more than six people. And um, pretty much, yeah, that means uh, no comedy. And uh, that's not nice, actually. And the curf- the pub curfew is at 10 now. So that's not great. Let me just check my email real quick, see if there's any updates. That was your first mistake You took your lucky break And broke it in tune. Now what else can be done for you? You broke it in two. Da da da, sorry for singing, I'm just trying to, trying to make the uh, email look up QUICK UP! Former diary applied, so yeah, I've applied for many. Applied for comedy downstairs at the Shakespeare on the 6th, 7th, and 8th, but I feel like they've been cancelled. Uh, one hour 15 available, six hour six available, six hour six available. View, hmm, nah, no, I don't think I'm gonna get this because October hasn't been yet. It's 6th, 7th, and 8th maybe yeah, i don't know god knows um let's hope is it? i hope they don't give me a fucking late notice because i still haven't like the fully set up the narrative in which my jokes would, uh, would be structured um yeah intelligence is, is a weird one did do you guys agree I don't know if you guys agree, but you now if you guys agree, then you guys agree. Um, great news for the IML podcast—we'll be having guests on uh, next week. So don't worry—the sort of solo episode, if you really like that, will still be available. But also, there'll be an extra episode this week's so, uh, next week, so two episodes per week. Hopefully, uh, there might be a variation, in which um, uh, I'll try maybe because maybe next week I'll be forced to do two episodes in uh published two episodes in one day due to scheduling issues uh which is going to be very nice very draining but uh, worth it um what did i do so it's monday i just was fucking lazy i've i can't afford to be lazy on monday anymore because of fucking uni and lectures and seminars and all that i gotta wake up early i gotta wake up at seven now almost every day of the week just to deal with this uni stuff. Oh my god. Got to organize that sleep. I've got to be a working machine. I don't get it. I'm supposed to be 20. I'm supposed to be in my youth prime energy, prime energy mode, but nah. Fuck that shit. Just give me a fucking salmon and slap it on my face. Um, <laughs> you know, um,. Monday I was just lazy. Uh, I bought the uh, Mafia uh, Definitive Edition, uh, I think, on Monday. And I actually, know I bought it on Friday. And uh, if you guys don't know Mafia, Mafia 2, Mafia 3, they've been uh, sort of HD remastered. But the main changes in Mafia 1, it's completely been revamped with a different engine and all that shit. Because if you look at the graphics from Mafia 1 to Mafia 2, just go search it up. From Mafia 1 to... Mafia One remake, uh, you know, you you can just notice a massive difference in terms of the HD quality. Like it's been completely built from the ground up, but at the same time, the game is uh, is absolutely laggy as fuck. Like it is so fucking laggy, I can't even alt tab without the game fucking freezing on me. Do you realize how crazy that is? I can't even alt tab. You know what alt tab is? Alt tab on the computer is when you could want to change applications. You want to go from. Like, so let's say you, you were playing the game and then you want to go on your Discord to send something. You press Alt-Tab to, to shift into the Discord. And you can't fucking do that in this shit. Do you realize how crazy that is? Do you realize how fucking stupid that is? Oh my god, the game is a fucking ripoff right now. Oh, Jesus, I should have saved my money for Star Wars Squadrons, but man, this game is fucking rip-off. To an extent, that is infinite. Uh, okay. God, it's such a fucking rip-off. But hopefully they fix it with patches. But I don't know when the patches are gonna come. Today, uh, I went out uh, to buy some groceries for my mum, and on my way, uh, on my way before I went, I searched up. Oh, Mario Galaxy Two and uh, Super Mario Three D World are gonna be. Uh, 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 this is a leak. This is not confirmed from Nintendo, but are gonna be added DLC to the uh, to the uh, Mario 35th anniversary. Now. I don't know about you, but that's five flagship games in one sort of cartridge. That's a fucking bargain for me. Holy fuck. And it's Mario. It's great. Mario games are like the greatest form of escapism because they're not tied to anything fucking political. They're not tied to anything social. All it is is just Bowser, Kidnap Peach, go save Princess Peach. Well, no. Why does the man have to save the woman every time? That's the only thing you can get on it, but fuck you! You're gonna fucking ruin Mario for us now, you fucking prick! Don't fucking ruin Mario for us, you absolute fucking dickhead! Nah, it should be the women, mate. If you want the women to be off, just to let you know, Peach is one of the best characters. Princess Peach is one of the best characters in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Literally, one of the best characters. If you just if you exclude the DLC. One of the best characters. And you know what's the second best without the DLC? Samus. Fucking Samus. Not with the Metroid suit. Uh Fucking Samus without the Metroid suit. She is also an OP character. The only male figure that seems to be dominating is Joker from Persona 5. And that's not even a Nintendo flagship character. That's a DLC game. So shut the fuck up. You're not shit. Why would the developers make a woman be... Why would these sexist developers make a woman be the, well, one of the best characters in the, their flagship fighting game? Shut <sighs> up! Don't call, Don't cancel Nintendo! Not on my fucking watch! You Mario, and then you save Princess Peach, and Bowser kidnaps her, and it's, uh, uh. <sighs> Bowser is racist because he insults uh, archaeologist findings. You know, it's an insult. <laughs> Could you imagine that? He's a rhino mixed with a turtle. Like, what the fuck? One day, one day Mario will be cancelled. But not on my watch! Fuck you. Cancelling Mario. And now if Mario gets cancelled, the whole fucking political spectrum shift. That's all the left needs to do to fucking destroy itself. Just cancel Mario. And immediately. Oh my god everything will just grow to a fucking hole and everyone will be conservative like cancelling mario now there are things that cannot be touched and one of those is mario mickey mouse could be touched because he hasn't been around for a while but mario and pokemon are the two things that cannot be touched what else cannot be touched um adventure time cannot be touched sorry that was a bit of that adventure time cannot be touched um what else cannot be touched uh, Nothing. So, as uh, far as I know, Mario, uh, Zelda cannot be fucking touched. These are fucking things that people grew up with. And if you try to cancel them, go and try. A, <laughs> I want someone to fucking try it. To try and cancel Mario as I just want to see that shit. I just want to see it. just want to see the arguments. Therefore, I want to see those fucking stupid words the left creates sometimes. <laughs> All those fucking words it's, that you have to go for a fucking dictionary. Eh, POCs and <laughs> POCs is person of color, but like something like fucking. <speaking> Um, I want to see them Make an argument I want to see like A Kotaku article Kotaku is the best place For that fucking argument To be like Oh Mario is sexist And here's why Mmm <laughs> i want to fucking see that i want to see that. i want to see how that fucking works i want to fucking see it and laugh hysterically laugh full on one of the most hilarious ones is uh kingdom come deliverance game i don't know if i've spoke about this but this game is uh, historically realistic set in bohemia yeah. which is czechoslovakia at the time uh mainly czechoslovakia at the time but set in bohemia small map and uh someone at kotaku i think was like kotaku is like some website uh some gaming website, somehow Kataka was like uh, cancel Kingdom Come deliverance because there's no people of colour in the game, May it is set in Czechoslovakia uh, have you seen the Czech, have you seen Euros, the recent Euros I don't think there's one black player in that football team is there, I don't know, I think I'm just going to get cancelled, let me check the Czechoslovakian national team Czechoslovakia National. Who's in it? Who's in it? Who's in it? Who's in it? Both team roster. Czech Republic. Oh no, it's Czech Republic now. No, look, oh, there's no, there's no, there is no white guy. Oh, Theodore Gabriel. Selassie I guess that's the only one They're all white though Like and This is 2020 Most of them are white So why are you trying to cancel a game That is trying to be historically accurate Because it doesn't have Set in Bohemia Which is Czech Slovakia or Czech Republic I don't know I'm insulting a lot of countries here I think But who cares Czech Republic Sam Bohemia and uh, no black people or no brownies were in that fucking geographic region and you wanna cancel you want it to defy history mate we saw how fucking how Battlefield 5 flunked so badly because they put women in World War 2 like we saw talk about historical accuracy and Battlefield 5 is just a shit game and it will remain a shit game because the team cancelled the the updates on it despite the fact that it was going on an interesting trajectory we expected it to recover similar to Battlefront 2 but no it did not <sighs> the, world, the world? Go on, cancel Mickey Mouse. All the fucking Zelda. Go on, I fucking dare you. Uh, weekend work, but weekend. This weekend was quite fun actually. I met this girl, um, who's just amazing to talk to. I don't know. I don't know if I'm attracted to her. I just like talking to her. Um, she was great. Yeah, I can't, ever since I met her, I couldn't stop thinking about her. Like, even, like, on Saturday, I went out with her. Uh, we, we went back home together. And then on uh, Sunday, uh, I decided to stick with the friend who, uh, the mutual friend who eventually, who led me to meet her in the first place and uh, didn't find her. Then I found her waiting in front of Knightsbridge nice station and, uh, saw my phone and I was like, yeah, I'll wait for your phone call. Cause I just really enjoyed the conversation. Like she knew about Camille. I like she knew about David Chappelle, Louis CK. Uh, next, if she said, I know Norm Macdonald, then they're fucking her. <laughs> All she's got to do is say that shit. Um, She's great. She was great. I still think about the conversation to this day. I don't know, is this is this attraction? I don't know. I don't know. There's definitely a sort of admiration, but I've only like conversed with her for two days. No way uh human instincts are like that. Um Yeah, such a great human being. I'm just gushing about this person. Um I wish I knew her more. Uh, I I gave her I don't know why, but it's somehow because of the way, like, you know, the conversation is going good when we forget what we were going to say because of how it flows. Because of the amount of shit that we say at the same time It was those types of conversations, which are always nice because you were like, oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, well, then no, no. we always have something to relate to each other's subjects. And it was very nice. Um, it's something I've never had conversations with someone like that. Never. I don't think I ever had. Um, No, I don't think. And she was. Proper hilarious. He was funny as fuck. Mate. Oh, men don't like a sense of humor in a woman. No, I'm an anecdote here. I don't know about other people. I'm an anecdote here. Fucking sense of humor is is everything. Sense of humor is attractive in a woman for me. But I'm a fucked up comedian who thinks he can do a podcast with just himself every week. And not even a comedian I'm a fucking uh, uh, I don't even know if I should call myself a comedian right now Because it's fucking lockdown I'm probably I'm, probably, I'm restarting at point .0 when I come back So me <laughs> <A, yeah>, Aspiring <laughs> comic Let's say that Which is what's around the bio Of this podcast I guess Um. Yeah I just can't stop thinking About that That um Girl I really can't it's strange. Uh, people are like, yeah, Yusuf, yeah, you're attracted to her. That is attraction. I'm like, maybe, maybe, but I'm treading carefully, because last time I committed to someone, it broke my heart. Um, Yeah, last time, last time I committed to someone was a girl I stole from her boyfriend, which is already my fault. Um... And then eventually it turns out I was used as a rebound, and uh, even though I took her away from her boyfriend, I didn't think it would be a rebound. But I just, you know. And then she admits she's attracted to her boyfriend, uh, her ex, and uh, break up and broke my heart. I believe that they really traumatized me, and was even worse we were we were only dating for like a month. So that's the last time I properly committed to someone. Wow. Uh, and I was like, you commit within a month? Bro, I was 17. I don't know what commitment is. Uh, so, you know, you make mistakes. You make mistakes in life and you're Um, This week, there was no D&D, unfortunately. have been playing a lot of Among Us with my friends. I'm sure a lot of people have been playing Among Us because it is fucking raging on Twitch. Like, it's such a good game. So fun, so deceiving. Uh, very competitive. Like, my friends are proper competitive about it. Like, what the fuck? Don't yeah, you ruined my track record? <laughs> That's the situation. You told me you, you ruined my track record. <laughs> Fuck off, jeez! I, I, like, and this guy, it's like, he's a great friend, but he's like, he just probably got angry. It was a situation where. We knew. I knew who were the impo- who were the. If you don't know about this game, it's basically you go around some play some ship and you find the. There's two imposters, one or three, but usually it's two. And these imposters kill people within the ship and there are pe- people who are non imposters and to complete these objectives, uh, unanimously. Like everyone has their own objective, but they need to be completed all together for you to uncover the imposter. Um, um, and it's a proper competitive game, and investigations, and there's a buzzer in the middle of the map, and not usually in the middle, but in the spawn area, and there's objectives, and if you find a body, you announce that you found a body, and then you investigate where from, blah, 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 blah. and then um, and then in this situation, I knew who the imposter was, and me and my friend both knew who the imposter was, and we were just running away from the imposter, and um, I. <laughs> I purposely voted to kick my Because you can vote who you think the imposter is And you just kick him out of the ship I purposely voted to kick my friend out Just for the fun of it Because we know who the imposter was It's like, And he's like Oh you fucking pro- You in my track record <laughs> Oh mate what is this A Call of Duty KD Like a Call of Duty KD Is more precious than a fucking Among Us track record Jeez Talk about intellectual insecurity right there um. Well, uh, well, no, not intellectual security. I don't know if my friends' intellectual security. I'm very intellectual secure, in but I think just intellectual maintenance. Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, he's, if he's listening to this, yes, we don't know what it was, but why are you worried about your track record that much? <laughs> he's such a perfectionist as well. I think it's perfectionism, nothing to do with intellectual uh stability or intellectual insecurity. I don't know. I'm very intellectually insecure. I don't know. I read a lot of books, but I just always seem like I don't know nothing. Um well no, I understand my mortality even more, I guess. But I guess that's the only thing I gain. But the rest is just ah fuck it, yeah. got both and was friends with Jim. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess it sounds like the whole Galileo thing, like I'd rather be a, 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 what's that quote? Uh, I'd rather be Galileo unsatisfied than than satisfied. Something like that. One of those quotes. Yeah, you know, uh, it sounds like that. It's like cliche thing. But yeah, just I just seem very. I'm very intellectually secure despite what I read because I feel like everything that like politics might feel to study it just seems frivolous because I understand that I'm alone in this world. You know, there's no one. Are you going to take care of me? Because, like, imagine a father with seven children. Is he going to manage those seven children equally? No fucking way. <laughs> so uh, imagine that in the form of government. There's no way, like, maybe some positive will will come out. Like, oh, it's only 5% progression, I think, every campaign. And, well, the possibility of a 5% progression, because it seems to be like no, a lot of politicians get their shit right together. So I don't know. I'm very um in 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 uh, in definition in political definition standard. I'm I'm quite the uh, modern liberal, but not like liberal as in today liberal. But like but I, they now nah, ain't even liberal. They just call them left now. It's not even fucking liberal. I'm quite modern liberal, which means I believe in uh, you know healthcare and and, uh, for, and free healthcare and and welfare state, but that's it that's all i believe in terms of supporting the people and obviously you know care for the, for the places and yeah that's a welfare state that's what it is it's not just benefits and, and the job seekers and all that it's not just that it's also um i think it is also i'm not I'm, but if you get what i mean it's also taking care of the streets and 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 parks and, and cleansing and schooling i think that's part of the welfare state um Yeah, that's what I believe. That's about it. But apart from that, I understand that uh, I'm alone in this world. I don't think government can be the salvation to my life. It it never has. Come on, look at yourself and say, oh, the government's going to save me. No fucking way the government's going to save you. Like, yeah, you're on food stamps or something, but uh, you might be on food stamps, which is, you know, no no shame to it. (laughs) Like, I I know a lot of people... A lot of my friends are on the, you know, or on that sort of stuff. You might be on something. Well, if you're in America, on American food stamps, but like benefits and all that. And a lot of people, and uh, including me and my mom, are already on. Uh, but there's no, but like the the rest is all you. Like yeah, you get free healthcare, you get free education, free yeah, all that stuff. But the rest is all you. You know. It's not like oh. Boris is going to figure out how you can get... Well, yeah, obviously, the maintenance of the uni fees in UK is 9250 per year, which is always great. But um, apart from that, the rest is all you. The rest is just you. You pick it up. You understand that. Boris is not going to help me develop a more comedic... Apart from, like, maybe satire, but, like, in terms of... Equal decisions apart from satire, Boris is not going to help me develop a more sharp comedic tool. No, Boris is not going to help you get your masters, get your PhD, or, or get into that uni you wanted, or get that job you wanted. Boris ain't going to help you with that. Yeah, obviously, the equal opportunity and political rights obviously doesn't affect that. But at the end of the day it's you who's getting it. Um, yeah, that's what I think. I think we're aligned are this as well. I think. Obviously, politics keeps you safe. I think I think I'm more with the uh, John Locke sort of. Uh, is it John Locke? Yeah, 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 John Locke or Thomas Jefferson. You know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Uh, that's the only thing the government shouldn't maintain, Apart from that, we were too complex to be uh, children with one father in a sense that's elected every four years. <laughs> It, it were too complex to progress that way. It's one of the faults of it, but it keeps the the, the leaders in check. I think it's just a democracy, is just a system of checks and balances. Is that's it? Um, obviously, it maintains freedom. But apart from that, I just think the the, the government should just sort of life, liberty, and property, or life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Indeed, Thomas Edison, Thomas Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson, way. That's what I think in terms of Part two. So, yeah. I guess. I guess that's how life works. What was I talking about before? Uh, just, yeah, you hear a lot of things. About my intellect. Yeah, that's awesome. Because, yeah, that's one of the main insecurities about... Oh, well. um, my intellect. You know, I'm very insecure about it. I don't know, because... Because uh, you know stuff, but the things that you end up knowing have a vast, unlimited effect to them. You know? Like, yeah, Huckleberry Finn and Jim. (laughs) You know about that story, but the effect of it is unlimited, and the infinity factor is what troubles the mind. Or you read something like... um, like a Bob Dylan book or Bob Dylan Chronicles, which doesn't seem to have any sort of intellectual. Uh, which on on the surface should, you wouldn't expect it to have some sort of intellectual depth, but you, you very much understand how society functions. But it's not. It's not. There's a, there's also an infinite. There's also infinity to take care. I think it's just. I think everything you learn is just an add to infinity, which makes it rendered frivolous. Because anything you add to infinity is just useless. Isn't that how it works in math? It should work like that. So anything you gain in life is just added to infinity because the possibilities of the world are infinite. So in the end, the only thing you know for certain is your own mortality. This is pretty deep. Yeah, yeah, the only thing you know for certain is your own mortality, I guess. And that's the one thing that you should prepare for for life. You need to distract yourself with books, the materialistic things, uh, love, uh, uh, drugs ranging from alcohol to caffeine, which speed up the rate of mortality, which helps you uh, take as much of the The time, which seems to be consistently at the same speed, but makes you do more things within that consistency, I guess, which sort of helps you uh, sort of uh, tackle your own mentality. It's like a denial of, of death, I think. I've been thinking about my own death a lot, in case you haven't really... I've uh, been, uh, in case you Casey, I haven't really discovered that yet. Yeah, I've been a lot throughout the last week. I don't know if it's going on right now because I've got uni work. And like, ah, oh, thank God I've got trouble to deal with, right? Because the trouble is nice. It's a great form of escapism when you conduct your own mortality. Because when you have nothing to do, all you, and you know, you, I've, I've gone straight edge for, for like five years, but I've committed to it. All I have is just do it in my mortality. Like, every day I wake up, I'm like, holy fuck, I'm going to die. <laughs> Like that's, that's literally my thought, what my thought process has been for most of the mornings leading to this podcast uh, episode. And uh, it is very morbid, guys. I'm sorry about that, but it's just, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to deal with my, uh, I've, 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 uh it's not like I don't know how to deal with it. There's more to it the same way anything you add to infinity like i've learned i've learned that i've learned how to accept it you know but when you reconsider the argument that i said that anything you learn is added to infinity which makes it render frivolous i still think there's more to learn and it's uh that disheartens me a lot you know so i guess that's the in the depths of my intellectual insecurity um, the fact that no matter what I do, it will always be rendered frivolous in the end. Oh, beca- maybe like books will last for years. Videos, YouTube videos will last for years. Impactful ones, like you're forever immortal within the 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 time In history. Like you, you got your stamp. Like Muhammad and Jesus have their stamp. You know, Paul McCartney and John Lennon have their stamp. Mick Jagger has their stamp. I think that's the motivator for a lot of artists thinking about their own death. But I can't, I can't, I don't know if it's, uh, if it's something to do with artists, because artists seem to be very vocal about thoughts on their own death. But I think it's just with with every human, but they just don't seem to be vocal about it. One day, soon enough, you'll realize it maybe in your, 30s or 40s, or maybe in my age. I don't know if, if, if I haven't met anyone my age. Actually, no, my friend uh, Fan as well thinks about their own death. I think it's due to, uh, but he also, I think people with a religious upbringing think to, tend to think about their own death a lot. And uh, he was raised a Catholic. Oh, well, she, she, sorry, Fan. Sorry, Fan, if you're listening to this, she, she. She uh, she's transitioning. Uh, um, well, technically you were a male back then, but now you obviously. So, sorry, fan, if you're listening to this, but yeah, it's very. It's like, uh, how do you deal with it? Well, uh, fan told me there's. She believes in the sort of material world. Uh, She believes her own consciousness will transmit itself into something else within the material world. And I hope that's the case for fun. I hope she's right. But I don't know. (laughs) Then that's just more things added to infinity if you live a longer life and your consciousness transfers into the material world. But then again, fan has always been uh, confusing to me. So I might be misconstruing that argument. Why would you? But if it, if that's his, if that's her argument, why would I want to live a life where I'm no matter what I do, I'm adding to infinity, and that's a struggle in the world of life. But like. I do it because I love it. I think love is the great equalizer to this idea. If you love like this comedic bit, if you love, you know, the way you're researching at uni, if you love putting a smile on fe- people's faces as someone who works in retail, then that's the only motivator. The rest is just that's the only counter because that's some, that's the thing that that tackles the idea of infinity. It'd be always like, yeah, I know it, what I'm doing is meaningless, but I love doing it. You know, I guess that's the answer. Okay, that has to be the answer. Love has to be the answer. Loving the idea, loving the work, loving the craft has to be the answer. I guess. Yeah. Well, it's strange, but I guess love is the most powerful energy. Ain't that weird? Because when you love something, like where, like I. Uh, I just thought about it. why am I doing comedy? Why am I doing this podcast? Because I love doing it. And despite the thought process that I'm adding into infinity, which eventually means it's frivolous. Uh, you know, but I love doing it. So I guess the idea that do what you love is, is the only way for sort of human salvation. But then again, most people don't know what they what they love. But you've been given a sort of blueprint of life to do what you love and there's no there's always a second chance to actually engage in what you love. It's, it's never too late I think. Maybe it will, it will be harder for you because you've been in a lot of cognitive decline because your IQ, your intellectual, intellect levels tend to drop after the age of 19 and the only way to maintain that is lifting heavy weights and and obviously, most people don't want to lift, don't fucking, most people aren't healthy gym heads. Um. Yeah, a lot, a lot. There's always a second chance so you go for what you love, because that will create a meaning in your life. I once met, uh, once I was doing a comedy venue and it was this, uh I think, 35, 4 year old woman. It was her seventh gig, and she absolutely fucking killed it like fucking killed it like insanely killed it. And she was with her husband, and she's like, Oh wow, you, you, you can get a second chance if that four year old woman can do it. Where there's an intention, there's a way. Customer, I think, he summoned Mike Tyson. <laughs> you got a lovely idea of summoning the, the greatest uh, of, of a goat for you to get a goat. Not like goat as in fuck, but like greatest of all time. Um, a, greatest of all time. One of the goats. I don't know, that, that list is very uh, sensitive in terms of when it comes to boxing. Um, yeah, I guess love is the answer. All you need is love. All you need is love. Wow, ain't that way, we reference your to Yoko Ono and now we're singing a song written by John Lennon. Love is all you need. All you need is love. I guess the viewers knew it it way before everyone. That's why they're so successful. Sometimes, guys, the most simple answer is usually the most complex answer. And uh, that's what we just witnessed here. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to. Gonna, I think I'm gonna end this episode. Uh, this note, I guess I don't think we can go reach a position higher than that. Oh, fifty-two minutes. <laughs> Great, the, the guys. This has been episode fifteen of the IMO podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. It really answered the question for me because I haven't been I've been debating this all my life. Well, not all my life, just debating it, and I've never really given the time to just uh, like think about it, or like just I guess thinking about it. Yeah, man, I love doing this podcast. Thank you all for listening from all the the nations. uh, Love you all. Be sure to follow me on Instagram uh, at Yusuf One Hundred One. So Yusuf One Hundred and One, and be sure to get ready for having guests on this podcast. Love you all. Bye bye.